1: Sal Capaccio, Matt Bove, it's always game day in Buffalo. Matt's down at One Bills Drive. The Bills have a practice on a uh, Tuesday as we record this. We have the team flying out on Wednesday to get to New England, the game on Thursday night in Foxborough. You can listen to it on the Buffalo Bills Radio Network, and of course, that's flagship WGR Sports Radio 550, and watch it on Amazon Prime or on WKBW-TV Channel 7 in Buffalo. We normally wait till the final segment to get to questions, but this question I want to get to relates to exactly what we're talking about, and we can talk about it uh, during the segment. It's from Rich, who's Chef 69 on Twitter, says, can you talk about how the Bills should scheme if Dawkins can't go? How about more use of Bobby Hart to try and help on the left side? I do think this is a really interesting question. And what I've thought about, I will say, Matt, nobody liked what we saw from the offensive line when Deion Dawkins yeah. went out last week, right? Yeah, it was bad. But let's remember, they had four days to prepare. They really didn't have much practice at all, considering the illness that was going on. And they lost Deion during the middle of the game. They couldn't. They it wasn't like they were game planning without Deion Dawkins. So I'm not here to tell you everything's roses without Deion Dawkins. No, not at all. They're going to have to make some adjustments, but the advantage here is you get seven days to game plan and know what you want to do in this situation, which I think they're better equipped to do that. I wouldn't discount maybe Spencer Brown moving over to the left. Like we saw last year or David Questenberry, like we saw in the game. And like, you, like the call, like the uh, tweeter said, rich, maybe you get uh, Bobby Hart a little bit more as an extra offensive lineman. Maybe you get, Reggie Gilliam to chip in a little bit more. Da- Dawson Knox on that side. I think there are things you can do against, obviously, a great pass rusher, Matthew Judon, and a great schemer in Bill Belichick.
0: And also keep in mind against the Lions, it wasn't just Deion Dawkins out. It was Mitch right. Morse out and yes. then it was Ryan Bates filling in for him. So then you had another starter who was playing out of position. So it was kind of a domino effect of a lot yep. of different things that went wrong. And Spencer Brown also really struggled in that game. So I'm thinking that if Mitch Morris is ready to go this week, obviously that kind of solidifies the middle part of the line. You would like to see Saffolds, you know, maybe take a little bit of a step up and play. You'd I'd imagine that Bates would just stay there and then Spencer Brown would stay at right side and Questenberry would play left. But there is a chance those two could flip because we know we've seen Questenberry, I guess, hold his own on the right side of the line at times this year. Probably not dominate or anything like that. I mean, it's a big thing that they're going to have to deal with this week. I mean, Judon leads the league in sacks. Like You're not going to stop him. You just kind of hope to contain him. And It's funny, though, because you think back to those other two games that they played against the Patriots last year, the one in New England and the one in the playoffs, Judon was pretty quiet in those games. It never felt like he took the game over or he really, really wreaked havoc and it was hard to know his impact in the first game just because it was so windy and there were so many rushes and it was just a really, really strange game flow to that. So yeah, I I don't expect that to happen this week. I think Judon is going to get his and I think that's going to be the biggest potential problem for the Bills offense as they try and kind of snap out of this little mini funk that they been in the last couple of weeks. I thought it was super interesting when McDermott talked to us on Sunday, he mentioned
1: watching the Patriots Vikings game on Thursday night. You'd imagine that's the case. I know I was home in time to do that on the team charter. So people could do that. He sometimes talks about, you know, catching some of the games, but this was the team that he's playing next, right? The new England Patriots. Mm-hmm. And I thought the really key kind of thing he said that I picked up on was he watched how they defended Justin Jefferson. Matt, we know that Stefan Diggs has done a really good job against JC Jackson, who's no longer there and the new Mm -hmm. England Patriots the last couple of years. And Josh Allen has been really looking his way a lot. He's really among the league leaders in targets this year. He's having a great season. I think that's the key for the bills too, is how are they going to allow Stefan Diggs to flourish and get him the ball? Because right now they're not getting much outside of their other from their other receivers. Gabe Davis has been inconsistent. You'd love to see that. Isaiah McKenzie did play really well against the new England Patriots last year. They did obviously sign John Brown. We touched on that in the last podcast. We could talk about it here. But to say how they defended Stefan Diggs gives me a clue into they want to know how do the Patriots plan to take away the Bills best player,
0: which is what the Patriots always try to do. Perfect. Let this be a week where the other guys have to step up. Let Mm -hmm. this be a week where Dawson Knox needs to be more involved in the offense. Isaiah McKenzie, he did it against uh, the Lions on Thanksgiving. He did it last year in that game the day after Christmas on in New England I don't expect to see that kind of production again from Isaiah McKenzie but he can be utilized more than we've seen at other times this year maybe it's a Gabe Davis game because Gabe Davis there has been some inconsistencies with him this year so I think that if they are going to try and focus solely on trying to shut down Stefan Diggs it's an opportunity for those other guys who they need to utilize more because right now the offense is Josh Allen throwing to Stefan Diggs and Josh Allen running to try and pick up first downs when that's covered and And, you know, we did see a step forward in the run game these last couple weeks, but I think that's more of who they were going against than the run game taking a big step forward. But I don't think that they can completely just kind of throw that into the garbage or anything like that. So if they're going to try and contain Stefan Diggs, then so be it, because there's other teams who are going to try and do the same thing down the road. So this is an opportunity for other people to kind of step up.
1: And one thing that has stepped up lately is the run game. They've done a nice job running the ball. I know that we talk about the offensive funk and that's because we're used to seeing this thing, this team slinging around the place and, and I get it. We all want to see that. And that's when they're at their best, but I think we could take a little solace in the fact the run game has been better lately, including obviously, I think Devin Singletary had a very efficient year overall. It's not like he's carrying the ball 30 times a game, but I think he's done a good job. That's something that the Bills will want to do a little bit in this game. It is supposed to be windy in this game, not Uh, like last year on Monday Night Football. uh, We are talking about Uh, some wind here, which may force these teams to have to go back to the ground a little bit. And I think the Bills at least have gotten a little bit of semblance of run game going here outside of Josh Allen, which we didn't see as much earlier in the season.
0: Yeah, I don't love it, though, if it turns into one of those games where it's all right. about the run game, just because Ramondre Stevenson is having a really yes. strong year. I know Damian Harris doesn't look like he's going to play in this game. I don't think the team has officially ruled him out, but there have been some reports that he's week to week at this point. So that's a blow for the Patriots. But Ramondre Stevenson has kind of become their feature back there. and He's, he's a, a good James player. White now of them. That's what he is. Yeah, that's he, everything he, James White used to do. So he's a good player. So yeah. it's for you. If you're the Bills and you're trying to think like, OK, what are we going to do to try and contain the Patriots? Ramondre. Ramondre Stevenson is probably the first guy that you get to their wide receivers are fine. Hunter Henry is a good player, but I don't think he's an elite tight end or anything like that. So if you're the bills, you're like, okay, we're going to try and contain Ramondre Stevenson. But if you got to get into a meet, one of those games where you just run it all over the place, how about some Naheem Hines mixed in? How about some James Cook mixed in? How about some swing plays? How about some stuff that's just a little bit more creative? But I do think Singletary has taken a step forward. It's hard not to like what he's done. But it's also hard not to ignore who they have gone against. So it's a balance there.
1: And let's flip it around and talk about the other side of the ball. Looking at some of these Patriots numbers on their own offensive side, they rank near the bottom of the league, actually, in a lot of offensive statistics, which I think is a bit surprising considering even the run game has not been where they want it to be. Rushing yards a game. They're 23rd in the league. Rushing yards a play, 26. This is the team, I think, that really wanted to pound the ball. It hasn't really come to fruition as of late. We talk about Ramon J. Stevenson. What they do is they check it down. They throw to their backs out of the backfield. They throw to their tight ends. They have a good, I'd say, group of wide receivers. They don't really have those playmakers. Tyquan Thornton's the guy they would hope would do that. The rookie, he has some speed. But it's really Mac Jones who stepped up the last couple of weeks. It's kind of had to bail them out in the passing game a little bit. So this is an interesting Patriots offense who... You don't want them to kind of have the success they want to have on the ground. And right now, Mac Jones is actually playing from pretty good football the last couple of weeks. The Bills are going to have to kind of, you know, be on their P's and Q's, if you will, about the second year quarterback who's done a nice job.
0: Yeah, and it's weird because you look at kind of the two different options of what the Patriots are, and last time we saw the Patriots, it was against the Vikings, and they held their own, and they had a nice day offensively. They put up a lot of points, but the week before that was the week that they scored only three points against the Jets, and they relied on a punt return at the end of the game to ultimately win that game. So I don't think it's fair to dismiss the Patriots' offense or anything like that, but I think they're probably somewhere in the middle. I think they're a pretty... I don't even want to say average. I think they're a below average NFL offense. And I think if the, you're the Bills, you should, and they don't have any, like like we said, they don't have a Stephon Diggs. They don't have a Justin Jefferson. They don't have an elite wide receiver who you really need to be concerned about. Now, for the Bills, the secondary has been a little bit of a concern these last couple of weeks. Dan Jackson has struggled. Now that they don't have Christian Benford, he was playing well. We don't know exactly how much Trey is going to play. So that is an area where there are some questions for the Bills. But you would think that they can kind of hold their own against Kobe Myers, Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick, Port, like those kind of guys. So I think for the bills, the offense is not super flashy. Just try and get home to the, get after Mac Jones, because if we can get to the quarterback. He'll make some mistakes and that's how you're going to ultimately win the game.
1: All right. Let's answer some questions that have come in here on it's always game day in Buffalo. You can tweet us always at South sports and at Matt underscore Bove.